Beaten looms closer. Our goal in sight. Messages from home. Salve the song. It's ten years ago, and you've set up camp on a plateau near the summit of this mountain. You can smell the cloying scent of musty smoke in the air, signifying that the Iron Forge must be nearby. I'm going to ask you a question, mm. and I hope you'll think about it as a group, and give me an honest answer. Okay. Okay. Would anyone be keeping watch on this isolated cliff edge while you sleep? Ooh. I think jump wood. For you, Master Dewclaw, anything. I'll stand watch. We're doing a watch, I'll stand it. <laughs> I stand that watch. <laughs> I can stand it. Margaret does not volunteer, <laughs> obviously. Right, on your own jump. Yeah, just lies down and goes to sleep. She's never volunteered for night watch. It's only been when you've someone's actively appointed her that she's begrudgingly done it. Yeah, Ma- Maggie, <laughs> make sure you rest. We need you during the day for all those things you do. She gives you a thumbs up and rolls over. <laughs> nice one, classic Maggie. And the rest of you. Nice one. Good job. We're the best. Yeah. Okay, jump. Since you volunteered, mm-hmm. can you give me a constitution saving throw to see if you were able to stay awake? Okay, if this is Kit. Casting a <laughs> another vomit spell on me. That's a callback to episode one, everyone. The unborn. Yeah. This is Maggie's unborn child coming to get me from the future. I'm going to be so angry. Dwarves have very long gestation periods. <laughs> oh. What's that? So if it's an Addo 10, mm-hmm. what, 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 does, um, what, does, what does that mean in D&D? Because I know in some games it's bad, but in D&D it's... Um, Instant death. Uh, <laughs> it means that the minute the last person's eyes closed, yours followed immediately after. Oh. <laughs> but he's standing up in his suit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> ah, here we go, jump Fundenden. Now's your time to... Sh- <laughs> and after an indeterminate amount of time, Grumpo wakes up with a loud start. This disrupts your own slumber. The evil oh. doers. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone. I think I was having a bad dream. And also, I appear to have been stabbed. Ah. Oh. Huh? Uh oh. Huh? Flip. Have you actually, Master Duclaw? Or is this one of your amazing night jokes that you like to pull? <laughs> night pranks with a Z. And as Grumpo slumps over, no. you see Keevan standing <gasps> there, holding a pair of knives. No! Keevan, this is not the way. What would Stephen think? Stephen's not here anymore to stop me, is he? Of course. Stephen the entire time was trying to warn us about you when he told us about your dickish behaviour. <laughs> we thought it was just great japes. <laughs> oh, just give over, Keevan. It's middle of the night. Just fuck off, would you? <laughs> Christ. Fantasy Christ. <laughs> oh, fantasy Christ. <laughs> Jump advances on Keevan. Jump doesn't know who Keevan is. No, would you have discussed it, bloke? Oh, I didn't tell them that he was here, but like... um. That wasn't me meeting Keevan, was it? Yeah, you met him in the woods a few flashbacks ago. Keevan, mm. how did you know? I, I forgot to ask this when we met a few flashbacks ago. But <laughs> how did you know of, of Stephen's fate? I was following you the whole time. Oh, no. Mm. <sighs> well, then perhaps you might have, had you joined as part of the group, you may have helped to save Stephen. I can't put that on you. I take that back. <laughs> the fact is that what happened to Stephen was unavoidable. Oh, no. I must accept this. You should probably take that one back too, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we didn't eat Stephen. (laughs) Yeah, guys, anyway, Grumpo, are you dying? I'm pretty dying, yes. Oh, dear. Keevan, please, let us tend to our friend. Yeah, which one of you three does uh, healing again? Who cares about healing when there's time for killing? Killing evil! And he advances on Keevan. You'll rue the day that you cross Grumpo, Duclaw, and jump Thunder, and also... (laughs) 
<laughs> I run to um, Grumpo with one of the many health potions we were supplied with the first time we set <laughs> By Steve. Grumpo insisted, and we forgot. Yeah, except for Steven. <laughs> we, we acquired them after Steven. He was beyond health potion. There was nothing left to supply a potion. <laughs> yeah. There were no lips left. There were no lips. Oh, I see. We tried pouring a health potion at gem- in the general vicinity, but it didn't work. <laughs> Wait, what? A flower grew. <laughs> Back in the present. Bluck. Hmm. While the other members of your party sleep soundly, you find yourself unable to drift off. I suppose I go to a somewhat secluded area away from the camp. And once there... Have a wank. <laughs> retrieve from my bag the Prince of Ruin. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he can watch you? Have a wank? <laughs> <laughs> This is what I'm into. (laughs) (laughs) Judge me. (laughs) There's so much of mankind worth saving. (laughs) (laughs) The eyes, which are a glossy black, flicker on and turn red. Oh. We are... Where are we? Why have you got me out after all this time? Dowel. Slash Prince of Ruin. We are rapidly approaching the destination of our journey. Your best efforts to try and thwart us has failed. Soon, you shall face reckoning. I must ask you one last time. If you regret your actions, and the course that led you, I would say inevitably, to where you are now. What do you know of me? Only what I have heard from your vanquisher which I will remind you is Jump Fundenden. <laughs> then you know that I ruled for many years in the Broken Keep. You know that I was a formidable foe to the world of the Verdant Uplands. Why would I feel any remorse for the actions and hardships I caused you in trying to reclaim my body? Very well. It was well worth asking if your experience had taught you anything in the way of humility. However, it is not. I shall therefore simply close by saying that you resemble a lunchbox, but with considerably less inside than a nourishing meal. <laughs> and I just throw him back in the bag. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I must report this to Margaret at once to find out if I have successfully mastered the dunk. Oh, <laughs> She'd have liked that one. You teabag his head. <laughs> I look around to see if any forest creatures uh, notice the, the slam, the great slam. <laughs> yeah, give me a perception check and a nature check. Okay. Okay, that is a 14. Okay, yeah, you definitely can uh, perceive that there's a skunk nearby. <laughs> a nature check. Oh, wow, okay. Um, before I've even put anything on that, before I put any hot mustard on that, it's a 19. <laughs> Mm. It seems unlikely, but <laughs> in this light, that skunk's giving you a thumbs up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hooray. Oh, let me... No, I won't. But I feel that had I had this level of dunkability <laughs> on the day that we faced the Lord of Ruin, perhaps he might have noticed me and my good friend would have been spared. I now have the full faith in my ability to be as annoying as Margaret Battlehammer. <laughs> and he, he walks back to the camp with a, with a pride and a spring in his, in his bounce. <laughs> and as you, as you walk back, uh, you hear muffled from the bag, Here's Prince, you absolute dickhead. <laughs> you're, the, you're the dickhead. <laughs> Jump. Hmm. You awaken to find yourself sitting at a bar by yourself. There's no bartender and no other patrons, except one, sat further down from you. A burly, glowing, bearded, shirtless man with one hand who is paying you no attention. (laughs) Jump clocks him, and to what extent can I reach behind the bar and, and just grab whatever drink I want. This feels... Because it's already there for me. Yeah, this feels like a fully formed structure. Okay. There's bottles behind there. He reaches behind the bar and pulls out a Sean Beanie. Which is a callback to episode... 
11, 12? Mm, I do so, have a vague recollection all... of saying the word yeah. Sean Beanie. Pretty soon it was my joke. Um, so <laughs> it's got the classic olive and glacé cherry toothpick. <laughs> and yes. he picks those out. Stirs the drink, this sort of murky greenish liquid. And then he picks both the uh, the fruits off of the stick and kind of goes... Mm-mm-mm. Classic Sean Beanie. <laughs> he takes a sip and continues to play it cool. Don't know if you wanted me to roll a performance. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Yeah, it's 23. Oh, it's so natural. And you can see that Tia moves restlessly in his seat. And as you choke back the cherry and olive, <laughs> he sort of looks over to him and is like, Oh, hey, you, right? <laughs> um, uh, uh, Bump Fungleton. Yeah, how's it been? New nickname. <laughs> hmm? Oh. Oh, hey there, ex-uncle. Hmm. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing here? Oh, no date. D- mm, I'm just, I'm just Sunday chilling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sunday chilling. <laughs> I haven't received many prayers from you recently. You, you, you seeing somebody else? <laughs> Bane, maybe. <laughs> Torn. T- no, neither of those, mate. I've found a new lease on life in the name of Paylor. You're fucking kidding, right? <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, I was joking. I got you. <laughs> fucking Paylor, Jesus. Oh. No, not really, man. I just, I just don't care about you anymore. Huh? That's not as bad as Paylor, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, then it's definitely Paylor. Oh. Uh, oh, I got you again. <laughs> the look on your face, mate. Oh. Brilliant. Who the fuck is supplying you spells then? I'll tell you, mate. And he pulls out his loot, which has, you know, if you can imagine in your head like a jorts sort of decoration on it (laughs) in in this power fantasy. A denim cover that doesn't go all the way down the neck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty much jorts. Mm. He spins the loot in his hands, catches it. My bloody self. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that and the fey world. Oh. That's right. I've fallen in with the fey. Oh, you're a... You're a bard now. Oh, you can tell. Nice one. Yeah, no, found a new lease on life, as I said. But actually, not Paylor, but playing the loot, man. Yeah, I just figured that being a vessel of tear, smiting evildoers and, you know, all that praying, all that praying that I was doing, ugh, really getting in the way of me perfecting my chords. <laughs> and oh, do you remember all the lyrics? Oh, like every, All the times I used to pray up to you, tear, in song form, and it was always just... Nonsense and rubbish, weren't it? Did you get them? <laughs> Do you know Luke? I get every prayer. Oh yeah, you know, it was all like, oh, I'll get you this time, evil. And oh, Keevan, I'm never going to rest until you're dead. And <laughs> oh, what I wouldn't do for a Sean Beanie, maybe Tear will give him one if I can smite a few more evildoers. But now it's like Sean a Warn, a Beanie a Weenie. Oh, it's just, it just speaks to me. Like It flows <laughs> through me. It just makes sense to me now. And like, no, don't take this the wrong way, ex-uncle, but I wasn't happy around you. You didn't make me happy. <laughs> well... I just feel like, you know, one of my guys brought you back and now you don't even call. Well, I mean, the last thing your guys did, one one of them hit me around the face for calling you a, you know, a dick or whatever it was. And then I I bit a candle holder. That's not something you can just come back to. Also, I just, again, like, I I can't stress it enough. I just don't care. You're, you know, you you weren't perfect. You were... You had you, you, uh, you didn't make me happy. You were shit. In fact, I don't, no. I don't care. I don't care. Tell me something about me that you didn't like. Face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty sure you said that before. Aww. Something I did, other than my face. Oh, I don't, I don't need, I don't need every morning your face. Your face is enough. Your face, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ugly f- fuck. <laughs> Thing is, ex-uncle, all this time, right? 
all this time, I sunk into tear. I was like, you know, practicing the scales of justice. That's actually pretty good. Just came up with that. <laughs> and you didn't even know who I was and what I did in your name. Didn't matter to you. And like, for one thing, Chandra is meant to be, she was meant to be my thing as an Asima, but then you just like co-opted her, made her into your person. And you didn't think about that. Then, you know, when I died, you know, when I died? Yes, that was when I last saw you. Yeah. Well, like, one minute you were like, oh, you're an idiot. Ha, that was a joke. But you are an idiot. Ha, <laughs> that was a joke as well. But you're going to die. Oh, that was a joke. Now you're back. But... Solid jokes. It was... <laughs> they were the kind of joke that once you go away and think about it, you're like, what? But at that moment, it was like, yeah, nice. But actually, it's like, you know, what? But then you're like, oh, jump, man, I brought you back. But that wasn't even you. That was that was Maggie, a Morrick and Blair, I imagine, probably. It was my... F- <laughs> 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 oh. Just in your Sorry, sleep. my subconscious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I died and I was going through all of that, it was my friends who were there to bring me back whether I wanted it or not. And it turns out I did. And you were just like, oh, no second chances, mate. Off you go. So what have you actually done for me? You ungrateful little... And at that moment, the door to the bar opens <laughs> and in walks Chandra, who surveys the scene with a look of disbelief. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tear, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Is he always like this now? <laughs> what? Shut up! She, shut, I'm, I'm having a drink in my in my bar, my bar that I made, my cool bar for the cool people. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there no one in it? <laughs> and he storms out. <laughs> Oof! That was depressing. <laughs> yeah, he's not being good. Yeah, right. For a while now I it's weird because I don't think he cares like and please don't take this the wrong way jump I don't think he cares about you I think he just cares that you don't care about him <laughs> yeah no I yeah I think that makes that makes sense that sounds familiar is he just like this all the time he was like this all the time, but in different ways. Even before this, he has always been petulant. Yeah, well. It's a god, isn't it? One of many. Are they all like that? <laughs> More than you would hope. <laughs> I mean, at least with a fae, you know, a fae's a fae. Between you and me, I don't think I know what I'm doing. Ever. It's like, someone's going to find me out and I'm just going to be like some scared jump general studies teacher all over again. But maybe it's cool that I don't know. With Tear, it was always like, oh, you just know. Because I'm Tear, I'm a god, this is right. Why? Because me. And I just don't know why it weren't obvious to me. It's hard to see sometimes, especially when it's something that you've known your entire life. But jump. Let me share with you. Nobody really knows what they're doing. And you're doing the best that you can. And that's enough. just trying to make sure that no one else dies well then that's more than enough (laughs) thanks thanks Chandra take care oh I just finished my Sean (laughs) bit and you wake back up in the forest to see Blurg plodding back in with a bag under his arm. Oh, hey, man. 
Hello. <laughs> just got the old sleeping sack out, I see. <laughs> I was just trash talking this trash can. <laughs> oh, nice. How about you? Sleeping, I expect, based on your position and <laughs> sleepiness. <laughs> Yeah, man, you're really learning a lot about us. <laughs> Your kind. <Yeah. laughs> Your various kinds. My kind and adjacent genuses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just sleeping. Sound night sleep. Mm-mm-mm. Glad to hear it. Did I scream anything? <laughs> uh, no, not that I heard from when I was doing great dunks. <laughs> <laughs> great dunks? Yes. Well, better go tell Maggie. <laughs> She'll be waiting. I shall recount it in full in haiku form. Uh, just as soon as she awakes, which hopefully won't be in the next couple of scenes. <laughs> <laughs> couple of what? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes, it's Wait, are you streaming? John starts looking around. <laughs> is there a, no, is I need there to a... check in on my stream. I'm worried that many of my followers will have left for other noisier streams. <laughs> <laughs> I also can't really speak in favour of a lot of the people, who the community that has formed industry. It, um, it's a great concern to me, and I don't take ownership of that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a false economy, really, mate. But you do Probably. what you can, yeah? I assume so, but I'm worried about the reputation the stream is garnering. Anyway, you're quite right. It's good to be well-rested, for we may well yet see the completion of our journey. This very day, I think. Or was it, was it today or tomorrow? I forget what it was exactly. <laughs> Maybe in a couple of scenes. I just don't know how any of this works. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you something, mate. It's going to be weird to not have something to do. Does that scare you? No. There shall always be another quest. And I now believe that there will always be something pulling us together. Yeah, do you mean like proper sequel territory or like take out the bins and and, and, and have band practice and get better? Yeah, or the sort of walk into the sunset and allow potentially people in the stream to imagine our futures together sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then if anyone wants to imagine that it ended positively, they can. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, he went off to become a necromancer. They can do that as well. <laughs> Don't know why it would. Those stories probably should... All stories really have to have happy endings or it's not really a story. Sometimes the happiest of endings is the one that yields to further journeys to come. <sighs> That's a relief. I thought you were going to say it was inside me all along. <laughs> it might. I was not ready for that. It may yet be. Ah. But perhaps we might consider that we have already within our lifetime achieved our happy endings. Yeah. <laughs> and everything subsequent Uh, is merely epilogue there is some comfort in that perhaps yeah maybe it's kind of a weird feeling to think that this is an epilogue but yeah maybe that just takes the pressure off maybe we can make of this moment and indeed any moment that may yet happen to us make of it what we will do you know what I think we can actually do that let's start now let's see who can jump the furthest <laughs> i was just gonna say that <laughs> nice do we roll for that or do we just jump uh it depends <laughs> if you would like it to be ambiguous which one of you rolled furthest we can fade out ah you see ah. or if you want a definitive winner you can uh you can roll no let's have it be ambiguous but we'll both uh refer to it in such ways as implies that nobody can quite figure out what the outcome is based on how we keep referring to it <laughs> just like the idea of you both just boinging off into the darkness yeah. just like from this deep conversation just like cartoons springing out your body stretch into the gloom. Boing, boing. Boing, boing. Boing, boing. Boing, boing. And so we cut to the next morning. You've all awoken. You've had some food. You've rolled your camps away and you're back on the trade road to Beaton. We kick some leaves over that big scorch mark where my camp was. <laughs> where did you sleep in the end? I, think, I imagine just against just, the tree. Oh no, spooning Morrick. Oh yeah, that's a good backup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Just under Morrick's knees, Morrick lay on his back with bent knees and Margaret snuggled on his knees <laughs> in the little gap. <laughs> Margaret lay a tarp over his knees. <laughs> yeah. Stop moving, Morrick. You did always say that it's good to have an attentive friend. So I guess it's an attempt if you need one. Hey. Oh. I punch you in the face. <laughs> Ow. This could get out of hand exponentially. Oh. I punch you in the face. Ow. I'm not doing any ten jokes. A few punches later. Um, <laughs> it does descend into a small play fight for a while. Yeah. It's a cracker. Shoot you with the oath bow. <laughs> I stab you with a mind sliver. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I imagine they're sort of walking towards Beaton and I guess we can see Beaton a little bit more now. Has it gotten closer? It, it yes, it's gotten significantly closer. Hooray. <laughs> it's not the cursey. Am I right in thinking this is the classiest uh, sort of, barring that literal palace we went to with um, very good rabbit Cornelius. Oh, yeah. Is this the classiest place? <laughs> the palace in the wilderness we found. Yeah. Was it a summer home? Yeah. That was the summer home of the royal peebles who, you know, live mm. in Beaton. So, mm. Oh, they live full time ah, in Beaton. So it's a classy joint. Mm. Business end of Beaton. Right. We are rapidly approaching our destination. I believe I should dress as an elegant courtier, which I am. <laughs> I've hired a page. It's a jump. I, I, no, I'm sad. <laughs> it is. It is jump. I've asked him to do an accent. <laughs> do it gladly. I'll pay you thruppenny an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, sirs. Have the chimneys. <laughs> oh. I'll go now. <laughs> Back to the chimneys with you. <laughs> what a rich fan. What a strange fantasy you've got, bloke. <laughs> what a fucking weird guy I, you are. I used to think this whole, like, you being an elegant courtier and kind of noble heritage was fine and not a problem, but I think maybe, it, maybe there are some issues here. Understand that being an elegant courtier does not mean believing yourself to be better than anyone else. That would be from your noble heritage, yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> the nobility, indeed, all of it, is simply as a method of presenting your very best self to the people around you. In many ways, it is my fondest way of showing my respect for others. Oh. Uh, tell me, uh, what do you mean, like, in what sort of way exactly? Well, if by taking care with my freaky appearance and choosing my words carefully, it seems to me a way of thanking the people around me for gracing me with their presence. And that includes everyone, including my poor, impoverished little page boy. <laughs> Jumps off the clock now. <laughs> He's not paying you for this hour jump. Don't do it. Unionize. Exposure. To carbon monoxide. I have been recommending him to a lot of friends. <laughs> Look over at Mark. Yes. You'll be able to work him into the fucking ground. <laughs> he signed up to the revolution. <laughs> I'm a bear. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, I'm a bear. Different, there's different voices for different characters. I can do them all. Mm-hmm. You're undercharging, Yump. You really are. <laughs> Just like hypothetically, Blug, mm. do you think anyone could learn to do what you're doing, like with the the no, you know, the noble shit? Absolutely. Just making you use choosing your words neat and like all that. Any person could adopt my noble shit. All they need <laughs> is the will and determination within themselves, which I believe only stems from a pure motive and a true heart. Um, what we're talking pure, pure motives. Yeah. How, I mean, what can, what can, uh, would like not, you know, pure motives maybe being like finding it a little bit annoying how everyone sort of doesn't take you too serious. Like when you're like trying to like marry their princess or, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe knowing the fact that you might have to deal with the authorities and in, in beating and that and wondering whether... Is that pure? Is that pure enough? Like, um, think my, my question is, Blurg. I just, you know, I'm like, I'm like a dragon, right? Absolutely. You know, I'm like that. So, like, you know, I'm cool, like, right? And oh, like, sure. respectable on that. Not only is it a frequent element of our conversations with you, but also a heavy element in your annual Christmas cards. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. The little outfits we've got for the kids. They've they've outgrown those ones now, but. John, John says we'll get fresh ones every year. 
I said it's not in budget, but <laughs> she says it's worth a it. A wonderful tradition. They do look cute, to be fair. They look extremely cute and ferocious. One day I hope they'll grow real fangs. Anyway, <laughs> they, no one seems to take me that serious. I, I was just wondering if you could, like, teach me how to maybe, like, talk a bit more, like, you know, like, put, you know, not, not change. I don't want to change because hmm. I like how I am and that. But I'm slightly concerned that maybe they're going to make us like talk to them in a um, grump or like, like with maybe the, I don't know, we're going to have to talk to a judge or something. I see what you mean. I never had to talk to a judge before, blog. I was just wondering if maybe like you could teach me how to like, you know, it's like playing their game, really. Yes. Really, it's playing them at their game. That is a healthy way of thinking of it. Mm. For although we can take great pride in who we are, it is indeed a tricky business when we do wish to influence others, as is sometimes necessary in living our lives. There are ways of doing so that can facilitate better communication. See, how did you do that? How did you make that sound so like like it was worth listening to? Jen asking. (laughs) It is a very clever trick. It merely requires taking a moment to compose your thoughts and to find the truth in what you are hoping to say. And being honest with yourself is a great first step to communicating effectively with others. All right, let's go very wide. <laughs> uh, right, that sounds uh, sounds pretty difficult, to be honest. Is there anything, maybe you could teach me something about like carrying a plate on my head so I stand up straight. <laughs> Sure. That kind of thing we do that seems easier. Can we start with that? Absolutely. I don't know, Blake. I just don't I don't know if I can do really do the uh the, the fancy talking <laughs> bit. I mean I could if I wanted to. I just don't I think maybe just the other bit. Or maybe you could teach me what colours go with what colours. I feel like I've been messing that one up. <laughs> There's something about brown and blue and green is never seen, something like that. Absolutely. We can pygmalion this situation. <laughs> which is a word I think I, I overheard some people using. My fair lady. Yeah, exactly. My fair fantasy lady. Uh, what's <laughs> my fair pig? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the other one? What's the other one? Uh, uh what the musical? <laughs> no, the Naughties rom com. Oh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> she's all that. She's all that. <laughs> oh yes, we shall. She's all that. You fantasy. She's all that. Yeah. <laughs> she's all fantasy. <laughs> we shall that. fantasy. She's that. <laughs> she fancy that. <laughs> we shall do that to you. I want to make it very clear. I don't want to change at all in any way for anybody. But maybe, could you just, maybe just teach me some nice tricks of your trade? Absolutely. This shall not involve adapting who you are, or in any way being ashamed of the way in which you naturally express things. But I can teach you Fuck to... Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I can teach you to, as you say, present yourself in such a way as to earn the respect of others in a superficial way. Oh, smashing. That's pretty much what I've been teaching you to do with the dunks, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. By the way, did I tell you about the extremely good dunk I did? Just last night to the Prince of Ruin, our great enemy. No, you didn't. Tell me all about it. Let me fill you in. The <laughs> night was dark and thick, and they just went walls. Yeah. <laughs> As you continue down the road, you see a cart pulled up to the side with a wheel missing and a gnome stood surveying the damage. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck this. Fireball. No. Fireball. This is a great opportunity to demonstrate what you've learned in the last four hours we've been talking. <laughs> she's, she's sweating and glazed over. <laughs> Remember, approach the stranger with the knowledge that you can easily mess their shit up. Okay. But with the openness to not messing their shit up. Right. Let me... Uh... <clears throat> Hail and well met. Oh, hello there. Uh, and then you see this gnome's eyes go wide and they just sort of stop. Black <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Bloke> is working. <laughs> She's doing it. Oh, wait. Are you requiring assistance? We are but merry travellers on this road. She gestures to the road. <laughs> Mary was a fantastic adjective to have used. Thank you. Uh, uh, I could, I could use help with the the wheel, but uh, you know what? I'm fine actually. If you want to keep going, please allow us to assist you, friends. Help this fine gentleman. <laughs> 
Um, and then she curtsies. Oh, oh shit, yeah. And then she sort of pulls a face. What did you roll, Paul? Perception. Uh, okay, and what did you get? 13. This gnome is very familiar to you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maggie's concentrating far too hard on her words to pay any attention to that. <laughs> but she still only rolled a seven in either performance or persuasion, mm. whatever you like. Oh. It's, it's a seven. <sighs> Guys. She farts as she curtsies. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, God. Blair plots. <laughs> oh, God. I know I've been slacking on my kegels. <laughs> God. She found a way to live her truth and the truth of the elegant cause. <laughs> Now, what is it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Who are the ones we killed? Plistifer. <laughs> Clistifer. Boggle. Snoggle. Francis. I might have the notes for my haiku Jerry. <laughs> so is this the one that I successfully convinced to run away? Why don't you give me a perception check? Oh. Let's mm. jump loudly. Jerry. <laughs> Francis. He was... <laughs> Natural mess number one. John, thing you roll. You've never John seen Dull. before. You you've mess. never seen this gnome before in your life, mate. <laughs> Noble gnome, John please. Dull. We must assist you with your wheels. When you shouted Jerry to the sky, there was a look of recognition on this gnome's face. <laughs> Jerry, is it Jer- Jerry? Okay, look, I know. I know what this looks like. I know what this looks like, but it's real. It's real. The, my car is actually broken down. This is real. I'm not... I'm, I turned over a new leaf. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Like you killed all the others, please. <laughs> oh, guys, Jerry. Guys, it's Jerry. 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 A pleasure to make your acquaintance. <laughs> Why is she being so weird? <laughs> She's being extremely elegant and courteous. <laughs> she holds out your ha- her hand for you to kiss it towards <laughs> Jerry. Very good. Yeah, you better do it, mate. If I kiss it, will you let me live? (laughs) It was a delight to let you live the last time. And she'll be only the more so to do so again. Shit, he always knows knows exactly. Fuck, he knows exactly what to say. (laughs) Yeah, the frog's right. uh, It would be our pleasure to let you survive. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right? Yeah, well put, Maggie. It is up to us. (laughs) The thing is, Jerry, we're not not really, like, we're still kind of killy. But we've done a lot of character growth yeah, individually and as a team since we murdered all of your friends. Yeah, we've yes. had what you might call an arc. Mm. I would. Some people wouldn't, but that's that is unkind. <laughs> I think they've been very satisfying. To each their own, though. To each their own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Indeed. And I do believe we did do all that we could to avoid murdering your friends, mm. but only succeeded in not murdering you. I believe, had we tried again, we would have murdered far fewer of you. Mm. <laughs> not murdered far. Yeah. No, we would have not murdered far more of you. <laughs> Listen. And to be fair, they uh, bloody started it. Yeah, no, yeah. that is fair. We were trying to rob you. Uh, that was what mm. we did back then. But I'm not, I am not a wild owl bandit anymore. I am, I am a purveyor of fine jewellery. <gasps> oh, show us what you got. Yeah, what? go on, why oh. not? We've got uh, literally nothing else going on. Okay, well, if you if you help me put the wheel back on my car, I, I, I'll i gladly let you have a ring each. Oh, mm. per- I'll, I shall purchase it <laughs> with my own monies. Money. <laughs> Look, is it fancier if you pluralise money? I've heard people say monies before. You certainly have. Is it, But is it fancier, though? <laughs> Blurg, stop concentrating on your other shit. The <laughs> thing is, Jerry, Maggie doesn't carry legal tender. I'll trade you a riddle for it. <laughs> Riddles as good as gold in this world. They're very precious. Look, whilst, whilst you all do that, I am a firm believer now in <laughs> seeing the best in people. Why not? Fuck it. What's going what's, what's gonna to happen? He's going to call out a whole new bunch of known bandits. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm just going to try and fix his wheel. And if it turned out well then we won't have that, oh, you see, we should have trusted him after all. We shouldn't have said, you're definitely going to mm. kill us. Yeah. All gnomes are the same, blah, blah, blah. But no, we, we did it out of the goodness of our hearts. And you know, if they turn around to be dicks, then it's, it's on them, honestly. That's exactly right, Yump. Yeah. After all, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you're still the dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And you're going to die. And uh, uh, whilst you do that, Blurg, you could just keep your bow trained on him. <laughs> just in case. I'm just saying, just back up. Oh, absolutely. And I pull my bow and I notch an arrow. So, Jerry, tell us, what has happened to you since our last encounter? 
uh, just like one eye closed. Oh, relax, Jerry, relax. You whisper the Jerry into the oath bow. <laughs> so, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> I didn't say which Jerry. I need only murder a Jerry to get my oath bow back. <laughs> He nervously starts to recount how he came to work for his cousin here in Beaton while jump. Uh, are you going to try and put the wheel back on the cart? Yeah, what do I need to roll? Uh, give me a strength check. Mark could just like hold the cart up. Yeah, yeah Mark, do you want to help out? Yes. <laughs> okay, Mark, give me a strength check and then jump, okay. give me a performance. Hold on. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> if Mark gets over a 10, just tosses this car across the horizon. <laughs> uh, a dexterity check, just to see oh, yeah. if you can... Medicine, medicine to fix the car. <laughs> <laughs> I need a cart doctor. <laughs> That's a nine. I rolled a 19. The cart is so propped up. Uh, it looks effortless. Mark is just, without breaking a sweat, just lifting it up. But Jump's first attempt to get the wheel on there, it's not great. <sighs> Come on, man. Wheel of steel. Deal the wheel. I'm dealing the wheel. Deal the wheel. Deal Jump. the wheel. Feel Deal the wheel. wheel. He got a 22. Oh, perfect. Oh, that would have been really good. I might have done that the first time around without this embarrassing carry-on. But in the end, without saying as much, I did indeed feel the wheel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you learned that from failure. The greatest teacher, Last Jedi. <laughs> Thanks. And so you fixed uh, Jerry's car, and as you look around, waiting for the other shoe to drop, <laughs> no army of bandits come scurrying yeah. out of the hedgerows or from <laughs> under the sheets on the cart. No adorable, scrappy army of bandits. <laughs> Jerry does appear to be telling the truth and is here as <sighs> a new, honest gnome. There we go. And he pulls out a box of rings and opens it up to you. <gasps> Loot! Oh, oh so did oh, it's not you... as sweet when you haven't murdered him to get it. <laughs> and as Jerry opens the box, you see a collection of 12 rings of differing types of material. The first one is a ring of pure glass. The second is a white ivory ring carved with swirling cloud patterns and an inlaid blue gem. The third one is a gold ring with an inlaid stone carved to look like a brain. The fourth one is a bronze ring with branch engravings and small green gems to represent the leaves of the branches. The fifth one is a thick silver ring with a large shimmering purple gem inlaid. The sixth one is a copper ring with a small mirror affixed to the top. The seventh one... (laughs) (laughs) It's a silver ring with a glowing yellow stone being grasped by two carved hands. The eighth one is a finely engraved silver ring with two ram heads affixed to the top. The ninth one is a bronze ring with three blue gems inlaid in the center that are all dulled. The tenth one is a silver ring with water engraving and a collection of small blue gems inlaid. The eleventh one is a bronze ring with a realistic looking eyeball surrounded by silver stones inlaid in the top. And the twelfth one is a silver ring engraved to look like a curled feather. I can only assume that was actually quite tedious to listen to. So I apologise. <laughs> I enjoyed it. The people at home. Only because we have the list in front of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm apologising like, wow. to the listeners at home, not you. <laughs> they loved it. I'll they cut loved to it. A dance track. Um, I strongly feel that Mark should go first <laughs> and actually go first. <laughs> see how far we've come. I also agree, Mark should go first. You see, I'm... but I really like the look of. <laughs> <laughs> but I fancy this. No, you can go first, you guys. It's cool. No, no, nah, no way. Shut up, go everyone. Go on, go on, Morick, mm-hmm. my man. Come on. All right. Well, we've grown, Morick. We were just talking about character <laughs> arcs. This is yeah. the apotheosis. This is what they, yeah, all are together. Do you have any rings that will fit my giant friend? <laughs> uh, I can take it out for him. Hi. Hi. Um, I mean, look, as a forest man, I like <laughs> the idea of the, uh, the leaves, the one with the branches and the leaves. 
but I've recently taken two mirrors <laughs> and the copper ring with the small mirror fixed to the top sounds interesting. Uh, excuse me, Jerry, which one will be the easiest to take out to fit my giant finger? Uh, Eva. Okay, um, um... Imagine looking at yourself wearing the mirror ring in your hand mirror. Uh, I, will, I will take the mirror ring. Wonderful. Mirror ring, mirror ring. Oh dear, we might never have enjoy Morik's full attention ever again. Oh, I think we just enabled Morik. Congratulations, Nell. Yes? Oh. You picked one of the legendary rings. Oh, oh shit! I didn't think about the mirror connection when I was placing it. I just thought it was a cool and powerful ring. Uh, you have just picked a ring of spell turning. Mm. While wearing this oh. ring, you have advantage on saving throws against any spell that targets only you. Wow. In addition, if you roll a 20 for the save and the spell is 7th level or lower, the spell has no effect on you and instead targets <gasps> the caster. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's that cool. <laughs> Legendary. An incredibly cool. powerful ring. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah. It is not the only legendary ring in this selection, <gasps> but there are also rings that are not that great. <laughs> There's more to play for. Yeah. I'm so nervous Ooh. now. I'm going to... Uh, okay, maybe Blurg go next. <laughs> Certainly, sir. You got this, Blurg. You got this. Okay. I was Let's drawn to one of the rings. Order. <laughs> I, was, I was drawn to one of the rings immediately as a water-dwelling creature. The silver ring with water engraving and a collection of small blue gems inlaid appealed to me more than the ring with the eye on it even though it is a freaky little thing like me <laughs> and i do have this guy and i hold up the little finger thing that um Mark had got. <laughs> no that he won in the uh in the shooting yeah. range mm. at the fair. and he looks at it and goes <laughs> yes i shall have the the water ring nice this will probably just let me breathe underwater won't it which i can really fucking do <laughs> quick choose another uh, one choose another one i'll give you a chance to reconsider if you want It really probably just lets me breathe underwater, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't it doesn't let you breathe underwater. It lets you swim. I'm so underwater all of the time. Right, hang on. Let me just see the description <laughs> this, this again. This could be actually very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's funny better than good, probably, right? Is it does he get oh, to yeah. is is it like he walks under a rain cloud the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really torn, ten or eleven. Uh how funny would it be if I picked 11? Well, <laughs> Pre- pretty, pretty good. Pretty They're good. both good. They're both good. One would be funny in a shit way. <laughs> <laughs> On second thoughts, I think I will choose this due to my affinity for freaky little things. <laughs> this is not legendary, but it is rare. Okay. It is a ring of x-ray vision. Ooh. While wearing this ring, you can use an action to speak its command word. When you do so, you can see into and through solid matter for one minute. Wow! This is fantastic. This vision has a radius of 30 feet. <sighs> to you, solid objects within the radius appear transparent and don't prevent light from passing through them. The vision can penetrate one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, or up to three feet of wood or dirt. Wow. Nice. Or five layers of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I'm going to see so many butts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who's next? Oh, who's next? Uh, I guess Margaret. Margaret's going to shimmy him and be like, "Yeah, you go for oh, it." Oh, she's Blurg. next. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I was eyeing up that eyeball one because that's fucking metal. That is. <laughs> but, uh... It looks like mine, and he, he puts it like alongside his tube. <laughs> Trust me, no, it doesn't. <laughs> nothing, nothing compares <laughs> in the best way. Blurg, please look. Be honest with me. Mm. I thought maybe this time I'll pick a classy ring. Now, my instinct, my taste says that the one that's silver with a massive purple gem is the class. Is, is that the fancy choice, Blurg? Just, is that what noble people wear? No. Noble. Uh, Blurg looks into Margaret's earnest little face there, larger than his, but small by some comparisons, and just says, this is an extremely noble ring. Oh, nice. One with rams on is also kind of metal, though, isn't it? Yeah. That is very good. No. Uh, it does feel quite Margaret. Mm, I'm playing that double guessing game of which one do I think sounds legendary. Yeah. How about if I murder him and we take the lot? Still <laughs> an option on yeah. the table. <laughs> no, we've grown. I've grown. <laughs> yeah, Maggie. Think of the arc. Do your faces again that you did, Sarah, when you were looking. <laughs> I was saying the different words because I feel like I was getting a read on which one might be no. legendary. <laughs> do you know what? No. Sometimes, hey, GMs. You can say no. <laughs> Give me the glass ring. 
<gasps> That's just a pine ass ring. It's just going to be fucking nothing. It's going to be, this is a nice ring. It breaks pretty easy, though. <laughs> What's that say? Oh, <gasps> nice. Cool. Nice. A legendary oh, that's ring. That's a good ring. While wearing this ring, you can turn invisible as an action. <gasps> yes. Anything you are wow. wearing or carrying is invisible with you. You remain invisible until the ring is removed. Shit. Until you attack or cast a spell. Or until you use a oh bonus action to become visible again. Nice. I hope there's like a stealth heavy finale here because I've got my shadow fell tattoo. You I've can go invisible. That's a cool, powerful ring that makes me invisible when I put it on. <laughs> can I also hear the Prince of Ruin speaking to me when I uh, <laughs> put the rings on? <laughs> fuck you. I'll fuck you up. The Iron Forge is this way. <laughs> uh. And he sends off an army of weird little dudes to track you down whenever you put it on. <laughs> On tiny horses. <laughs> so when Maggie's Maggie's finger was going from ring to ring, you could see Jump sweating, and he was when Maggie's mm. hand was poised atop the ram ring, he tensed and probably mm. gave an audible. <laughs> and then you opted for the glass, and he went, "Oh, the ram one for me, because the rams symbolise Arena and Timmy." My strength, I hope, is not a shit ring. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a knuckle duster. (laughs) The ring of the ram is a rare Mm. ring. Yes. This ring has three charges and it regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. While wearing this ring, you can use an action to expend one to three of its charges to attack one creature you can see within 60 feet of you. The ring produces a spectral ram's head and makes it attack roll with a plus seven bonus. On a hit for each charge, the target takes 2d10 force damage and is pushed five feet away. Nice. That is absolutely wicked. Mm-hmm. Vector <laughs> Ram's head. Fuck yeah. Nice. Ring of the Ram can be our new album's name. <laughs> Alternatively, you can expend one to three of the ring's charges as an action to try and break an object you can see within 60 Ooh. feet of you that isn't being worn or carried. Does that count for abstract concepts like perceptions? <laughs> no, it counts for like um, barrels and crates. Uh, no, but barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We just have okay. to do it with our music. Yeah, you uh, break yeah. barrels and we'll lie under them so that lies. The wine goes in our faces. Superb. We could break the perception that we're not a bunch of people who can break barrels without at will. <laughs> well, would f- you say that the spectral goat's head is more like a go goat or a skiddo? Ah, oh, Jen. <laughs> 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 oh fuck off Jen <laughs> It's more like a go-goat um, It's both It's both The different heads okay, The evolution cool. And the pre-evolution yeah, I did not know That they were Pokemons <laughs> I just assumed I assumed it was Pokemon Because Jen was saying Something to Sarah <laughs> yes. Wait, That's my I love Sarah voice Oh yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> And Jerry climbs atop His card which is powered by a goat that was that was not previously mentioned, but I realised something oh, okay. was pull the car from the drive away. Uh, is that one more like a go-goat? Yeah, that's a skiddo for sure. That's a skiddo. Uh, and he goes, or is it a double? That's a sheep, you dumb motherfucker. Fuck, <laughs> Jen! Get out! Get out of the podcast. If you come for the king, you best hit. <laughs> <laughs> A jerry climbs top his car. He goes, "I'm so grateful that we can part ways without anybody dying." Yeah, yeah. it's novel, isn't it? How do you? How did all? How did all the rest of you feel? I feel kind of. It's kind of giving me the sweat. <laughs> I feel so light. Yeah. It is marvellous. It is marvellous to think of all the things that Jerry might go on to achieve. I'm sure that you will find many purchasers for your goods. So long, wholesaler Jerry. <laughs> So long, people who murdered my friends, but my friends had it coming at the time, and I'm glad to be alive. Goodbye. Yeah, that's very healthy. (laughs) Farewell, Jerry. I wish thee well on thy journey. (laughs) Well done, Margaret. Thank you. It's taken a lot out of me. That was marvellous work. Now, would anyone like anything seen through? (laughs) (laughs) And Margaret flicks her ring into the air and then falls back and puts her hand up to grab it and it slips onto her finger. Look, look, what's I got in my pocketsies? <laughs> <laughs> and so you turn away from Jerry's car and see Beaton so very close now. It's ten years and one week ago. <laughs> and Jump, 
you have been summoned to meet in a town called Lower Coastburg by your friend and sometimes adventuring friend, Grumpo Dooclaw. When you get to the inn, the tolerant unicorn, you see it's practically empty, aside from two other inhabitants, a grung and a fearbolg, holding similar missives to the one you received. Jump walks in and he looks around and he's got like, I'm slightly younger hair. <laughs> it's kind of swept back and he looks a bit like mm-hmm. uh, rough and ready type. And he's, he's also got a duffel bag. And um, he looks around at the tolerant unicorn. <laughs> and cast detect evil and good. <laughs> you do not sense evil coming from these two folk because they are not celestial undead <laughs> fiend <laughs> as we have previously established and the rest you know what I, I've been wondering about it this whole campaign but I'm glad we finally put that to rest <laughs> <laughs> but Maggie wasn't there oh. <laughs> so he sort of looks around strides confidently confidently in, in uh, quotation marks <laughs> over to these two strange beings one tall one small mm, that's us uh he says, <laughs> walking up. <laughs> Strange beings, one tall, one small. But today we might find an adventure for all. <laughs> My name is John Fundenden, everyone. And I am a vessel of tear. God of evil. God of justice. God of evil. Fuck. God of evil. <laughs> oh my God. Get him. No, it's justice. 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 It's, it's justice. Bad first impression. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. You're so stupid. <laughs> Do not worry, great friend. We're very familiar with Tyr, the God of justice, and are honoured to meet one of his servants. Won't you join us, fellow missive haver? <laughs> I was hoping you would say that, every single word of that, actually. <laughs> he throw, tosses, his, he tosses his invite down onto the table. <laughs> So, uh, how do you all know Grandpa Duclaw? <laughs> I think my parents invited him to dinner one time. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa found me in the forest. Oh, oh wow. Like, after, like three day bender, something like that. Uh, yeah, I suppose you could say that. Hmm. A bender nice. of some kind. <laughs> yeah, nice. How crazy is it that the forest father is invited here? Hmm? He's something of a celebrity in my neck of the woods, which is to say the woods. <laughs> the woods. Wait, the forest father. Um, yes. Wow. Jump rolls a deception. He's never heard of him, but he's trying, <laughs> but he's trying to pretend that he, he is well known. Bless you, sweet man. That's a 10. Oh. <laughs> so we know, we know that you've never... <laughs> oh, wow. Metzer Artzer. <laughs> in the flesh. So how do you know, Grandpa? Well... Some would say he saved my life. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Others might not. Oh. Uh, but, but mostly, <laughs> we, we can all agree that we saw battle together. Okay. Yeah. A true stage The battle of, of the broken keep it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's more. Should I get, should I get a drink? Some time ago or... now. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, one beer, please. Morza Orsa. Morza Orsa. It's a long story with a lot of intertwining threads. And I've already had a couple of beers, so I can see my window of eloquence <laughs> quickly closing. Okay. What I will say is it was a very, very big and good bow. I look forward to hearing all about it. Perhaps I might compose one of my many poems about it. For you see, <gasps> I am an avid writer of poetry, specifically the form that I misinterpret as the haiku. <laughs> 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 I have no idea what that is. <laughs> you will learn. Lurg is very good. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Indeed. I'm extremely good at poetry. I can already tell you are an extremely talented storyteller. And Metza Isa here has extremely good mushrooms. <laughs> I can already tell yes. that we are in for a hell of a night. <laughs> dan, 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 dan. <laughs> we will share a look and Woo! then mushroom trip. <laughs> at that moment, Grumpo strides into the bar. And looks around, catching your eyes, and smiles widely. Master Duclaw. Ah, <laughs> the three of you made it then. Grumpo, it's so good to see you. I received your invitation into my pond. Yes, what's it been, 27 years? Yes, I believe so. 
You still look fantastic. <laughs> As to you, your fur is so thick and inviting. <laughs> I've been keeping track of you and your exploits, though. Remarkable skills. Thank you. I have achieved level zero with my bow. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, I have a quest <gasps> that I need your help with. Oh, a quest. Fantastic. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we just need to get one more piece of the puzzle. Oh, yeah? What's that? A sullen dwarf? <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> <laughs>